You're listening to Informed, informal chats about theological topics to help us know and understand God together. Informed. Informed. Hi everyone, welcome to Informed, uh, where today I'm talking to Luke Sears. Hello Luke. Hello. We're, we're talking this week about um, the, the way the whole Bible fits together, um, how it's telling one big story. And why, Luke, why is that an important idea to think through? I think it's, I think it's really important that the Bible is, it's pretty big. It's made up of lots of different uh, small chunks or books, as we call them, books of the Bible. Uh, and yet there is a central idea, a central narrative, a central purpose to the whole thing. Uh, and that central purpose is Jesus. That central purpose is, is, is God's, bringing his purposes together in Jesus uh, and and all that that brings. Uh, And so it's really important to think about, you know, how does the Bible fit together? And there are lots of ways that we can look at that. And and we look at a few different ways in in the long form of the podcast um, so that we can understand what is God doing? What has God done throughout history? What do we see when we read the Bible to help us really understand what has God done in Jesus? Mm, that's good and 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 as we're picking up any particular part of the bible and reading it in order to engage with god and hear from him we're going to understand it much better if we understand where it fits um in the big picture in the whole story um and there's loads of um ways that you could try and see the big picture in in the podcast this week we pick up one particular thread which is um the way the presence of god um with his people is manifested in different ways through through the Bible. And that goes right from the beginning of Genesis, right to the end of Revelation. You can see it there. Um, what, what's, what's the highlight of that for you? What, why is the presence of God uh, such an important theme in the Bible? So I think we see right from the beginning of the Bible that God wants to be with his people. He didn't create us to be separate from us, to just leave us distant, but he wants to be right in our midst. And so what what we see when we walk through uh, the whole Bible, Old Testament and New Testament, is God making a way to be with his people. So we pick up little things of uh, like the temple uh, in the Old Testament where God is in the center of his people. He's with the nation that he chose. Uh, But really, the, the wonderful, I think, center point of the narrative of God's presence uh, and the temple in the Bible is we see this wonderful, this wonderful confusion that Jesus has with some of the Jews around him, where he says to them, he's saying to them probably provocatively, look at this temple before you. And, and they're standing in the temple or by the temple. And he says, uh, destroy it and I will raise it up in three days. And what he means by that is actually the true temple, the true presence of God is no longer in a building, but is in Jesus Christ himself. And so I think that is the high point of the the narrative of God's presence. Um, But it only gets bigger and bigger and bigger as we see actually then God's presence is with his people and God's presence uh, will one day fully be with us in uh, eternally in new creation. Another thing we talk about in the podcast is um, uh, covenants and the way that um, uh, God makes different agreements with his people. And um, 
seeing how those agreements are point towards Jesus and Jesus fulfills them and we get to be part of the fulfillment because of Jesus is is really cool um, but also seeing how the covenant he makes with Moses and the laws and the promises uh, that go with that was a time limited one is I think a really helpful concept for for being able to understand parts of the Bible um, that we're reading if they're written under the Mosaic covenant um, then it's good is, is a really helpful thing to clock that, oh, okay, God had made these specific in specific agreements. He had uh, made these specific promises, given these specific instructions to these people at that time, which don't apply in, in the same way to us. That's a really helpful concept uh, to pick up on. Um, and, we, and we quickly look at in the podcast at um, some of the promises made about Jesus before he comes, don't we? Yeah, I think this is I've I've done this with the youth a couple of times, actually, probably over the last six years. Uh, it's a really uh, wonderful kind of thing to be looking out for. Where are the, the hints of Jesus coming throughout the Old Testament? Because they're there some places quite subtly in other places, very clearly. Uh, and we see the hints right in Genesis three, right at the beginning of the Bible of of a serpent crusher as sometimes uh, he's known, a promise that one day there would be a son of Eve who would defeat sin, who would defeat Satan uh, and reverse the curse. We, we pick up later on uh, the promise to Abraham that he would have a son uh, who would bless all nations. We pick up that King David would have a son. God promises David a son who will be king forever. And so there's this son who is going to come, someone who is both or, or the, the son of Eve and of Abraham and of David, who are all in the same Jewish line, of course, who will come and fulfill uh, the great promises of the Old Testament. And we see by looking, even looking at the genealogies of all places, that Jesus Christ is that person. He is the one who is the promised son who brings to fulfillment all that God has promised to his people and to humanity. It's all about him. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, uh, if you want to dig into these things some more, particularly the, the thing about the presence of God, then uh, listen to our full-length podcast. I uh, hope it's really helpful to you as you open the Bible and uh, seek to uh, hear God and know him in its pages. So thank you very much, Luke. It's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me. 